Hello once again, uh, and welcome to the Memorshi Historical Linkages podcast. Uh, Sean McCarthy and Sarah Ward are hosts this week, joined by our special guest, Paul Savoie, Counselor and Chairman for Recruitment and Membership with the Fédération des Associations des Familles Acadiennes. Paul, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hi. So, Paul, uh, a lot of the work that we've been doing here uh, with the Miramichi Historical Linkages Project has been about uh, trying to get at uh, some of the lesser known or maybe less well understood aspects of uh, the history of the Miramichi, and maybe also looking at connections across cultures and across time. And uh, you and I uh, began speaking very early in the project's uh life, I guess, back in, back in the fall of September of, of 2021, uh, speaking a little bit about Comte d'Esperance, the Acadian refuge here in the Miramichi, uh, Beau Bears Island, and, and uh, other things of that nature. Um, at that time, I really wasn't all that familiar with uh, the Fédération. And for those of us, uh, for those of our listeners and our viewers here today that are maybe as not as familiar with it, um, maybe could you explain a little bit about the work uh, of the Fédération? Right. So, uh, my name is Paul Savoy. I'm with the Federation. I'm going to translate this to English. Sure. Uh, Federation of Associations of Acadian Families. So those are our members are associations of Acadian families, and um, I'm responsible for a project called the Acadian Burial Ground at Wilson's Point. Uh, we have about uh, 21 members, but since the COVID we don't know actually how many we lost. So mm-hmm. I would say about 21 families. Very good, very good. Uh, and um, so what kind of work do you do with these, with these, uh, these family associations? Well, we, um, I guess we work uh, collab- collaboratively uh, to um, pro- uh, to uh, projects like genealogy, history, uh, promoting the the culture, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing related to mainly our history and gene- genealogy. Very good, very good. Um, and yeah, so uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about this, uh, about the project that you're working on uh, here in Miramichi and uh, at Wilson's Point. All right, so um, I'm not sure what the audience will be, um, but I'm sure that people from the Miramichi are familiar with Wilson's Point. But for those who are not from the Miramichi, I can just say that Wilson's Point is located within the enclosure park at Miramichi. Uh, It is owned by the province of New Brunswick and managed by the Miramichi Scottish Association. It's also uh, a national historical site um but that it's, it's called Bobert National Historical Site and it includes also the the island of Bobert's Island so the the two sides uh our uh, project is the main objective of the project is to find the location of the burial ground the Acadian burial ground um uh, at uh, Wilson's Point we also believe that there's also, I mean, according to the historians, that there would be about 150 uh, indigenous people uh, also buried in that 
burial ground. It's unmarked grave, so it's not easy to find. And the trees are grown sort of everywhere. So the short-term uh, objective is to find the burial ground, but we also have a long-term vision, I guess, is to work with the people from the Miramichi, indigenous community, to, uh, to enhance the heritage value of the burial ground. And we do this once we find the burial ground and we can, if it's possible to find a, a, a where it's located, if we can establish uh, its parameters, uh, then we can mark it. And that becomes uh, something tangible that the Acadians can come and see and think about, you know, how their ancestors, how they live there, how they maybe died there. Um, so, and the other thing we, we think we may be able to do is work with the uh, Scottish Association um, and, the, and the church there, because we have the names of the Acadians who uh, found refuge there in the first summer, in the first winter. Um, we have the numbers and we have the, the, the names. We could uh, create panels and uh, uh, display the names of the family. So the, the Acadian visitors could come and see if their ancestors is on the list, uh, much like they have in the Grand Pré, you know, in the church there. So once we we have this all set, then the Acadian communities could promote uh, the site, you know, as a tourist uh, destination. So that's the, uh, the the plan and the long-term vision. So, Paul, maybe, like I say, you can provide us a little bit of the historical context uh, of of the project and uh, of the Comte d'Esperance. Okay, so um, according to the historians, there is a there is a um, a number of Acadians uh, buried there. Uh, the the history of it is in in 1755. Um, the, the the deportation started, and the people were looking for a, a place to. Uh, to be safe, so they created this refuge, refugee camp in in the summer of 1756, and the refugee camp was used for three years, and then it was moved to Aristigos in 1759. So, uh, the recent uh, studies from uh, uh, historians established. We only have the data for the first year, 1756, 1757. So they established that approximately 1,400 Acadians found refuge there in 1756, and about 500 indigenous people, and a garrison of about 50 soldiers. As far as the the number of people that that died there. Uh, they died of scurvy, hunger, and of course misery because they didn't have anything to eat, much to eat. Uh, and um, they estimate that approximately 400 Acadians died there in the first winter, and about 150 indigenous, if we apply the same percentage of 28%. Uh, 
Now, as far as the total numbers of Acadians who were buried there, uh, the numbers vary because we don't have good numbers for the, the other two years. Um, but I just took some notes here. So the, the, rate, the latest study, first year is 400. Robert Cooney established that around, estimates around 800. Gessner around 800. James Fraser, who lived there, um, estimates 500. Fidel Terrio, which is a historian for the um, uh, Heritage New Brunswick, uh, thinks estimates around between 500 and 800 uh, were buried there. Um, I also have some uh, quotations from here from different historians. So Benjamin Marston, who was a first sheriff of the Miramichi, and he was a surveyor in 1785, wrote, on this very point, a considerable French village, the ruins of which are yet remaining. There was a considerable, okay. So James Fraser, who lived on the island from 1790 to 1805, estimates 500 people were buried at Wilson's Point. Robert Cooney in 1832, I have this in order of you know, the, the oldest to the most recent. Uh, he says, the Camp d'Espérance, which was the name of the, of the refugee camp, meaning Camp of Hope, was a town comprising upwards of 200 houses. If we say 1,400 Acadians, and if we estimate maybe four children, uh, per family and plus two adults, it's six people per family. We divide that in 14, in 14 hundreds for the first year. It would be over 200 houses unless they live multiple families per houses, which is possible. So continue with Robert Cooney. He says, uh, 200 uh, houses, including a chapel, provision, provisions, provision stores, at Beaubert's Point. The refugee camp was indeed a quite substantial establishment. Besides the chapel, there was houses, commander's house, barracks, hospital, a forge, a bakery, priest house, warehouses, a wharf, and a shipyard. Uh, he, said, he also says that there was an artillery batteries installed on Beaubert's Island, and that's what the I guess the Acadian historians agree on was that the main village was at the point and the military, like the cannons and artillery was on, was on the island itself. So Abraham Gessner, I think he took this from maybe some, some of it from uh, Robert Cooney. He says, by the famine and pestilence, eight hundreds of the inhabitants died and the greater number were buried at Beaubert's Point. Uh, so he, he gives us a clue here of where that they were buried. Okay, He says, from the wearing away of the banks of the river, the graves of many of those unfortunate people have been opened. And in 1842, the bones of the early French immigrants were seen protruding from the soil 
where at present a highway descends to the ferry crossing, uh, the northwest branch of the river. So I think that ferry uh, is no longer there, but um, Mr. McCarthy uh, sent me a map of where the ferry landing was. So we know approximately where it was. Now, in 1947, uh, so uh, Wilson's Point was bought by, uh, purchased by Lloyd Beaverbrook, who uh, gave it to the province in, in the, uh, with the agreement that, that it was going to be a provincial park. So he tasked Louise, Louise Manny uh, to, to clean up the cemetery and, um, um, you know, sort of rebuild the, the cemetery there. So she wrote a few papers. One of the one of them is the history of Wilson's Point. She says in page one, one point we may notice in passing is that the early English settlers often took for a burial ground a site used by the earlier French for that purpose. Now, she she provides no proof of that. So, you know, the 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 their, the I said the English um burial ground and the church was located at the at the tip of the point but she offers no proof so so uh, another book uh, written by Pat Hubbard called the Scots at the point on page 15 says by the year 1790 a committee was appointed to manage the congregation the church was to be built at the point and since a cemetery already existed at the point, it was an appropriate site for the new church. Now, the according to what I wrote, what I read, um, the English settlers started to arrive on the Miramichi um, in 1764. The loyalists arrived in 1784. So. There was some years there where the the English settlers were there between before the the church was built in 1790 around 1790. So it's possible that it was their cemetery. So we don't have any proof that there was a Acadian cemetery there or burial ground. So that's about all I have as far as history. Hmm. But a very thorough uh, exploration. And again, I mean, it's, uh, it is a harder time to find information about in that kind of that early to mid um, 18th century. Uh, there's not too right. many records that are kind of, the, that, are, that are still extant. So, you know, um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and I know this project is also kind of one of, of several uh, in in my time with Bo Bears before I was with the pro with this project uh, to again to, to kind of mark that um, that burial place uh, you know because again it, it, it's a very important part of uh, Acadian history here in the Miramichi and I think and I might get you to comment on uh, on the fact that I think you know really it's only been in the last you know couple of decades where her Acadian history here in this area has kind of moved to the you know um 
into into the forefront in many ways. You know, uh, I think there was a lot of people always often perceived a lot of Akkadian history around Miramichi, but I think it's only been in the last couple of decades uh, that people have started to understand the Akkadian history uh, within the region as well. Um, do you think that's a fair statement? Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. I think part of it is the fact that we, we didn't stay there long, long. You know, it mm. was only three years, right? And um, the other thing I'd like to say is, you know, um, there's a lot of threes now uh, at the at the Wilson's Point. It's very hard to find graves there now because of the trees are everywhere. But however, you know, uh, I'm grateful um, to the people, the, the Scottish Association, to at least have um, preserved some of the history there. But because if it wasn't for them, you know, there wouldn't be a, a church. There wouldn't be a, any. It, it would all be trees, hmm. right? So. Um, we we hope to build a relationship with the different stakeholders at the Milamishi. Right now, the 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 project is sort of on hold because the the province of New Brunswick owns the land, and they have to give us permission to conduct archaeological archaeological uh, work there. And this project started with the Parks Canada, but Parks Canada doesn't own the land, so we're hoping to get some help from the province on getting this started. We don't know. At this point, I can't see that we're going to dig here because there's so many trees. There's a lot of trees, but I need an archaeologist to go on site and evaluate if we can use ground-penetrating radar to to find graves. If we can find graves or maybe uh, bones along the, the, the northwest or the, the southwest, because some people from the Milamishi told me that there was bone for protruding from the southwest as well near the tip of the, of the point there. So if we can find points, maybe uh, bones, and they're large enough. We don't know at this point if they're animal or if, if they're human. Um, have them analyzed and see if if we can find their origins, right? Uh, I know that there were some archaeological uh, there was some archaeological work done at the point. Um, I want to say in the early 1990s. Um, is there anything from those reports that you've been able to get access to? Yeah, yeah, I have that report. The uh, that was done by the um, uh, Heritage in Brunswick from the people archaeologists from Heritage in Brunswick, and there was also some historians there. Uh, yeah, they their work was done uh, towards the south south side of the of the point there. Uh, you know where the um, the monument is. It's an open fields sort of thing. That's where they dug. Um, they did find some uh, artifacts there. That that part of the of the point was was developed eh, by the English. It, mm -hmm. There was a lot of uh, industrial development there, so 
it's there was a lot of disturbance but what they found was a, a hearst a, a, which which is sort of a a common cooking area which they identified as acadian there so it looks like the the map from ganong which establishes the the village there could be could be correct because they did find some evidence there of of houses <coughs> excuse me and um and hearst and you know cooking cooking articles and, and stuff like that hmm. it's hard to establish sometime if they were from the acadians or right but they they did identify some acadians artifacts there but they didn't they, they didn't go as far as the church or the um the scottish cemetery there so they and they did not find any graves in that area that's interesting <laughs> i never knew about this i'm learning something here yeah um it's not easy to get a, a, a permit from the um, province because the land is owned by the Ministry of Natural Resources, so we need to get their approval. We need to get it, approval from the Scottish Association, which is managing uh, that area. And we need approval from the, uh, uh, the First Nation. So there's a lot of different um, organization involved, which needs to be aligned so my my preference would be to just walk around with an archaeologist maybe with a ground penetrating radar and see if it's realistic to conduct some archaeological work there uh, because of the trees and if it's not then we need to look at maybe an alternative way of promoting the site uh, to the Acadian community, work mm -hmm. with the Scottish Association on that. Well, certainly a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts um, in this project. But I think, as you've mentioned, a lot of opportunities for cooperation and collaboration, Correct. Which, which definitely is very exciting in its own right. And we know a little bit about that from our own work here. You know, it's great to be able to work with other people and um, uh, share knowledge in that way. Yeah, it's not going to happen unless we have collaboration from the stakeholders in the Miramichi and the uh, the First Nation. That's we realize that. Um, so yeah, so uh, as we as we kind of draw to to a close um, for this week, um, any more uh, anything to add uh, before we uh, before we wrap up? This is interesting. Uh, well, we're looking forward to working with the people of Miramichi on this. I guess. Mm -hmm. This is interesting because I don't Absolutely. even think First Nations people uh, really know the whole information because this is the first time I've heard that it was a quarantine well, place. Yeah, they, they were on the call. <clears throat> yeah. We had a meeting and the uh, people from the First Me uh, Nations were on the call, yeah. Yeah, but the grassroots people I'm talking about. It's usually the mm. leadership get the information, but the grassroots <laughs> people not. never get the information. So. Right, right, mm. Well, I know um, that was back in 2014, maybe 15. Um, again, when those when those documents came from from France, um, 
detailing, you know, the, some, the, I guess the receipts, I guess the payments that were made at, at the encampment and some of the, some of the help that was received in those years. Right. There's, um, yeah, I mean, I know they're, again, kind of to harken back to uh, Rochelle Bernard's episode with us uh, a few weeks ago now, uh, talking about, you know, that it was well known within the Acadian community that it was, was the Mi'kmaq who helped them. Um, you know, the, there yeah. was a lot of evidence of that in those records, you know, of, oh, yeah. of the names of folks that, you know, that, that offered transportation with canoes and, you know, food yeah. and firewood and all of this. So, yeah, so yeah, I think it's something, again, I mean, there's still aspects of the story that really, you know, uh, deserve to be kind of told in a much broader way. And we're really hopeful that the project that you're, uh, that you're undertaking will be able to facilitate that in some measure. All right. So uh, thanks again, Paul, for joining us today. We wish you all the best. And hopefully, like I say, we'll, uh, we'll have you back on in, in time to come to maybe get an update on uh, all that's going on with the, uh, with the project at Wilson's Point. Well, thanks a lot, Sean. And uh, good luck to you and your project for the uh, linkage of Nuremshe. And thanks, Andrew and Sarah. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Well, thank you very much. And uh, from all of us to all of you, have a great week, and we will see you uh, once again in two weeks' time uh, back here with the Historical Linkages Podcast. Thanks so much.